Welcome to the Rolled Standard. Tonight we are playing Nordic Horror role-playing game Vossen and uh, kicking off our season of the Black Goat. Whoop, whoop. For season three. For season three, that's season correct. Three. This is now season three. As of is it though? Last yeah. week. Yep. That makes no sense to me. Why? It's the Rolled Standard. Wouldn't this still be season two? No. Why? Because we've only completed one year of Rolled Standardness. Oh, because no, because seasons are seasons. whatever you make them. Yeah. We started season two after Aaron left because it was a new chapter for what was going on in the show. And this is a new, new chapter, chapter for what now. was going on in the show Jesus as well. Jesus Christ, this is fairy tale all over again. <laughs> yes, yes, we're this so is so the time. This, this is the time <laughs> so skip. confusing. This is the time skip. You'll get over it. This is where Elfman looks different for some reason. Oh fuck! Don't <laughs> even remind me. <laughs> I, of course, am Christopher, and I will be your game master through this arc. I am joined by the usual um, random dudes, <laughs> starting with the guy on the left. Hello, I'm suspect number one. No name. No name, Levi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I'm John Cena. It's good to be back. Oh, yeah. That's true. And I'm Nate. Okay. Well, it's, it's always, we, <laughs> no, never, we never solidify I, I, uh, what we're going to do as a team. I, no, you're right. We don't. I always I do the opposite of what Jake does. I know you do. <laughs> I will never reveal my character on episode one. Why not? This isn't tech. We built the characters last week, though. Everybody knows about them. Yeah. I didn't tell my name. You did, though. Yeah. Did I? We built the characters. <laughs> did I say Oli Svensson? Probably. <laughs> you just did now if you didn't then. Dang it. Hi, I play Oli Svensson. <laughs> all right. This is a train wreck and start all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, this is Season of the Black Goat, part one. John. Yes. You awaken to a sharp pain in your shin. And you immediately wake up and realize that you are in the dark, your knees are to your chest, and you are crammed into something. What do you do? I flex my way out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, okay. That's great. Let's do that. Why don't you give me, this is the first roll of the game, and it's immediate, give me a, make a force test at one success. What that means is we're going to determine how many points you have in the force skill, and which is, what is that? Your, your skills. Force. It says force, force. to Z. Yeah, I got notes on here. I got lost. Uh, okay. uh, it's it's uh, nothing. You got nothing. Plus two on parry. Can I parry this container? <laughs> um, no. Okay. No. Okay. So you're not going to be getting anything out of force skill points. But what is your physique uh, attribute score? One. One. Plus okay. two no. on parry. No. I <laughs> that can't be right. Oh, oh, the attribute. Oh, yeah. that's four. Four. Okay. Sorry. So you're going to roll four d six, and you're looking for one success, which is just a six. Four d six. Oh no. Is that a success? Yes, it is. That's a success. Oh no nice. way! So you like flex your body and just pops open, and uh, you see immediately a man standing there over this, which you now realize is like a steamer trunk that you were crammed in. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you see the man standing there with a lantern, and uh, you recognize this man immediately as Tom Smith. As you pop out, you seem kind of startled by that, holding a dagger in his hand. The hell are you doing in my spot, Tom? How do you know my name? Uh. I work for you, Tom. What? What? It, what? What year is it? 1862. Oh, okay. So it did work. Tom, I'm I'm from the future. Why don't you climb out of that box and explain yourself? Yeah. How did I get in here? That's a question I was about to ask you. What are you doing in my spot, my secret place of things? <laughs> you sent me here. I feel like I remember. You said you're from the future. Yeah. What year are you from? 1962. Hundred years in. Mean anything? Well, I mean, it's 100 years from now, but it means nothing to me at the moment. What did... Why are you here? I'm supposed to take your place. Doing what? I don't know. Whatever you're about to do. Do you know where you are? Not not necessarily. 
you look around and you see that you are in like a cave of some sort, like some kind of weird cave chamber, and obviously it's lit by his lantern. And you see that there's another steamer trunk, like right next to the one that you're standing up in. And uh, James gonna pop out of there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't know. <laughs> um, and it looks identical to the one that you're in. He's like, you're you're in Sweden. Is that what you're intended? Okay, so back start from the beginning. What what are you? You sent me to take your place for some sort of mission in Sweden. And it's it's gonna it's gonna give you it's gonna give you time cancer, sir. Time cancer. Wait a minute. That sounds believable. <laughs> I know, right? Like, what? <laughs> the fact that he understands it, I think, is um, very telling as to. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Such a good line, though. <laughs> Do you you have anything with you? I I did. I think you have an ID. You have a. I don't know. I got in the back of a van and just kind of woke up here. And you look down too at your clothes, and you notice that you're not wearing the suit that you generally wear. You were wearing something. And apparently someone's undressed me at some point. Yeah, you look very woolen. <laughs> like you're wearing clothes that feel like they're appropriate to the time period that you're currently in. Thick and scratchy. Yeah, not comfortable, Yum. but warm. You are warm. You uh, check your pockets and you find something hard and round oh. in your pocket. <laughs> okay. I pull it out? Yeah, and you see that oh, it's, a, it's a monkey skull. It's a small, it looks almost like a small human skull, but you know it's a monkey. And uh, you see that there's a note in its mouth. And you see Smith kind of across from you like, well, I recognize that. I'll hand it to Smith. Okay, he takes it from you and pulls the note out of its mouth. And he goes, may I? I mean, I, I yes, sir, I gave it to you. He opens it up and uh, kind of hangs his lantern from the crook of his elbow as he's trying to read this. He says, Agent Cena, sorry to leave you in this state. The details of what happened are beyond your clearance level for the time being. I hope you understand. It doesn't matter if you do, really. What's done is done. If everything has gone according to plan, you should have already met me. Convince me to head back to the States and replace me on my objective. Something I should have told you before you left is that time travel affects the mind in strange ways, sometimes permanently. You should be fine, but if not, we have ways to help alleviate the inconvenience if you return. We'll know if you do. It'll either be Nazi Earth, my death, or success. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> okay, I got, I got two questions. Um, Hold on. There's, there's a little oh, more. shit. <laughs> P.S. Dear I'm, John. I'm, I'm counting on you, John. You're on your own. Director Smith. P.S. Show me this letter in the skull if I'm hard to convince. <laughs> did, so did uh, did current Tom read this out loud? Yeah, he read it out loud. That's why I did it in his voice. Oh. Well, I was going to do it in his voice regardless if he read it. Oh, exactly, yeah. But uh, did he say that, what did you say about my mind getting messed up? It says here, uh, something he sh- I should have told you before. Left at the time. Things mind in strange ways, sometimes permanently. But he says you'll be fine because they have ways to alleviate the inconvenience, whatever that means. Well, I, f- I feel fine, so... Well, you said you should be fine. Oh. I mean, but um, this is my handwriting. I recognize this monkey skull. That's a, a weird uh, calling card for the Time Walkers. You know anything about that? No. You said you were drugged and put in a van? Yeah. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the fewer questions you have to answer, the better sometimes. I'm just here to do a job that well, you told me to do. Why don't you give me... Or make a manipulation test to convince him, and we're going to give you a plus two to the skill due to the fact that he has seen this note. I mean, there's a good chance he could be like, yeah, bullshit, but still, you know. And that's going to be against Smith's observation. I have zero, so. Okay, well, that is a um, uh, empathy. What do you have up in empathy? 
Three. Three. Okay, so you're taking three plus two. You're rolling five, and I'm rolling three. Oh, no. Pretty easy to convince, apparently. Nothing. Nothing over here, either. We just stare at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Can I get out of this box, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Also, so... I'm still standing in... (laughs) You are just standing in the stupid room. Also, so when you roll the D6s, you're always trying to get a 6 to yep, yep. succeed? Yep. Always. They could literally, we could be rolling plain old D6s with a dot on one face, and those would suffice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I really feel like I uh, don't quite understand what's happening here, and I don't really feel like I'm ready to abandon what I, I came all the way here. Why don't we head down to Uppsala, talk this over? All right. I mean, as long as you're willing to let me take your place. We'll talk about it. All right. So, before we go, Tom... Uh, this chest looks very similar to mine. Oh, right, right, right. That I'm I came here in. in the first place. You threw me off with the whole you, know, you yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that being a problem. Yeah, let's go check that out quick. Uh, and uh, you guys head back into that chamber, and he opens up. He takes ring of keys out of his pocket, and there's like 200 keys on this thing. <laughs> and like, he just like flips through them. They're all the Custodian. same key. They're all the same key, it looks like, but he like he's flipping through them like he knows what he's doing, picks up the right one, and uh, puts it in the key, and he's like, nope, nope, that's not it. He just keeps flicking through him again and uh, stops at one key. Tom, are you a are you a forgetful man? Uh, no, I made the mistake of making this buying the same steamer trunk for all of these different spots in the world, and uh, they all came with the same key. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, it's definitely one of these. Probably, I be- probably. I believe you, sir. He flips through them uh, more and. One of these three, and uh, it's fortunately the first one flips the thing open, and you see he's got a, a hunting rifle in there, a bolt action rifle, um, a, like a, a duffel bag, like a canvas bag. Rather. Something I probably should have with me, maybe. Yeah, you don't though. <laughs> oh no! You, know, you have literally nothing but what was in your pocket. <laughs> oh shit! And uh, he's got a hunting knife in there as well. He, he takes those things out and he hands these things to you. He's like, "Well, if you're going to be doing this, you might need this stuff." Wow, I'm glad I asked you about the uh, other trunk. <laughs> I bet you are now, aren't you? Uh, yes, I, yeah. I am, sir. That worked out pretty well. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, let's get out of here. I'm uh, hankering for a breakfast. Sausage and eggs. The world standard does breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so the two of you leave the cave, and as you guys are coming around the corner to see the, the, the cave opening from the inside, uh, the clearly just bright white light, you see it silhouetted by... Uh, uh, the figure of a man, and he's walking into this place, and you guys both kind of stop walking, and you see him as he gets closer. You can start to see his features that are not washed out by the sunlight behind him. And you see Tom Smith <laughs> dressed identically to the one that you were accompanying. Wait, what? Yeah. And he stops immediately when he sees you two, and he's like, John? Tom? What? What? What are you doing here? Uh... So there's two Toms? What's uh, going on? That is, well, I came here to replace you, and he points to himself, the other himself, uh, and uh, in this mission, because, Tom, you're going to get time cancer. <laughs> oh, John told me. Well, I, so well, I don't really need to be here. Uh, John, what year are you from? 1962. You just sent me here. Oh, no, I'm, I just I'm, woke up in a I'm chest. from 1960. I sent you two years from now, which means I've already figured out how to fit. I don't need to be here. No. You're in points to the 1862, Tom. He's like, you're you're going home, right? 
And he's like, I actually now starting to see things, seeing this, I probably will, yeah. All right, well, good. That's really the only reason I was coming here is to get you to stop doing this. So, John, why, why didn't you? Why are you here to like? See, here's the thing. I just need me to not do this. But why do you need to be here? To Look, be- Tom, um, I am brand new to the whole time traveling thing. Can you guys just both go so I can do my job? Yeah, that's no. That sounds like you. You're from two years later. You know more than I do, clearly. So, uh, come on, Tom, let's go. Yeah, you're making okay, this real convolute. Goodbye, Toms. <laughs> Levi's nose bleeds. <laughs> uh, both Toms in unison. Bye, John. Oh, no. And they both head out of the cave. One of them, 1862 Tom, maybe, <laughs> comes back, and he's like, Uppsala is at the end of this road, at the end of this trail. Uh, you'll come to the main road. Take a right. All right. Thank you, old Tom. Older Tom? Yeah. And he just takes off. Oh, God. I hate time travel. What do you do, John? Uh t- John collects what he can of what just happened and then picks up the duffel bag and the, the new flintlock and or the bolt action. Bolt action, yeah. Okay. John, you grab your stuff. You leave the cave. With my witch hunter's hat on. Yep, yep. It was part of the outfit that you were given in the, that you were put in in yeah, the box. Styling. Yep, yeah. You got a bald head. Bring man. it you back. Keep it, uh, keep <laughs> it warm. style. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It is John Cena again. So. Yeah. And John, is you, uh, so you head down this trail. You find the actual road that he was referring to. And then he cannot make it to town because left is lost. Yep, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I mean, you could get there eventually, I guess. No, uh, you, what direction do you go then? <laughs> Considering it's potentially not, it's an option. He steps up to the fork of the road, looks up. I'm supposed to go right. And you can see the town of Uppsala off in the distance, kind of I take, I take a step. by mountains. I take a step to the left, follow that up about 100 feet. No, no, no. It's the law, but... This will also be right. And he takes another left, goes back down, takes a left back to Epsilon. Nice. Nice. Absolon. Absolon. Oh, yeah. Absolon. Absolon. Back in space again. I can picture him taking a left then, going down that road, taking a left till he's facing the, the ditch, taking another left <laughs> yep, till he's facing yeah. the right way, and then going that way. Yeah, that's there, what I, there, yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> nonsense, but it's funny. He's a UPS driver, always goes left. <laughs> so you see that... Um, Along with this, you're kind of rummaging through the duffel bag a little bit as you're walking, because you realize that you might have a couple miles on foot. I'm strong boy. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. So you're While kind of walking. looking through this bag, and you see that you do it. There is a note, confusingly, and you see that it is literally a letter written from somebody um, named Timothy Allen Masters, and it is written to uh, Tom Smith. And he oh. says, uh, he's asking for his, his assistance um, from a mystery client that was recommending his assistance for a job. You would and then really it just tells him to meet him at Castle Gillenkreutz in Uppsala, Sweden. It's addressed to Tom Smith. It was written by Timothy Onmasters. All right, I keep going. I'm gonna head towards that castle though. Okay. Yeah, you go into Uppsala and you're eventually in the town proper and it's it's kind of a it's a very Nordic town. Think think of our, our local Boabic as far as like the um the architecture, you know, the way that they try to make that town look mm-hmm. is how this town actually looks. And you can kind of, you see, a, this is actually a large town. You, As you're making your way through, you do see that there's, you know, there's like a hospital, there's a college, a university, which was surprising, perhaps. Um, and a, a couple of castles. And you see one is pretty well maintained, and another one is decrepit. And you can see them kind of over this skyline of the town in a way. So, seeing this... What do you do? Well, the note says go to the castle. Right. 
Do I know which castle it is? Not particularly. You do see that there are two of them. Like I said, one in well in, in well maintained. The other, the other one one's not. decrepit. Yep. I will go to the one that looks like someone lives there, not just okay. squats. Yeah, you head over to the uh, the nicer looking castle, and you see that as you get closer, this looks to be more of a a business. You see that there is um, like a sign out front that says the Uppsala Gazette. Like a title of the building says Olympus. Is there anyone around? There is. There's a person leaving this building. Uh, a woman dressed in um, heavy wool coat and a hat. Excuse me, miss. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't happen to know where Timothy Allen Masters is? Oh, Master Masters. Yes. He, I believe he's Master the... Masters? Yeah. He'll, he, you know, he's uh... I've never met him. Okay. Well, you, I imagine you're trying to meet him. Uh, yes. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, he lives over, and she points to the decrepit castle. Oh. Context clues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is the, uh, I believe he's the heir to Castle Gillenkreutz over there. Oh, okay. You, Master Masters, you think he would be living in this one? Honorary title, perhaps. I don't really know him that well. He's, in, he's oh, been I'm, here for a couple of years, two sorry. years, I believe. I'm new to the area. Oh, I'm a uh, pleasure to meet you. My name John. is Felicia. Felicia. Mm. Yep. All right. Well, John starts hustling towards the decrepit castle. <laughs> bye, John. Pleasure to meet you. Yep. Bye. Um, You're trying to get me. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <It's> baiting lines. <laughs> no, uh, so you make your way over to the other castle, and you get to this to the, the gate of this castle. It's It looks like the gate from the other castle was removed, and it kind of re- re-landscape things to make it more functional to its current purpose. But this one looks like nobody ever landscaped it since it was built. And the butler sucks, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, the gate is the gate is is hanging on. the The yard is not. Well, the yard is actually hanging on well <laughs> to the walls. <laughs> Some sometimes yes. There's yeah. there's a lot of vines climbing up this thing. Um, you see, like there's a garden. You can kind of see around parts of the castle, and it's uh, garden overgrown, like, growing out of the greenhouse. They're big. Yeah, there there is a large front door that you can see, and then you walk up to the steps, and it looks like the steps are actually, and the on the walk are actually been shoveled, which is surprising considering the state of the fact that the uh, the, the yard itself is growing out of the snow because of how out of control the grass itself was. But uh, you knock on this large demon-headed door knocker, and we're going to cut right there. We're going to back up a little bit in time to earlier that day, and just to give you context. You, John, it looks like it's about... I was sightseeing. You Sorry. were. So it took you a little while. Um, you, <laughs> it was about noonish when you ended, when you, when you got to the castle, just to give you context. So about 11 a.m., December 13th, 1862, Oli Svensson just throws open Master Timothy's door and heads straight to the curtains and parts them, letting the sunlight just pour over Timothy's face. Good morning, Master. <sighs> I very much despise you. It is time to wake up. You slept most of the morning. It's because I'm up at night. Well, that is not my fault. It gets dark around five o'clock. You can't do much reading in this den of a room. What do you need? It's time to start the day. Shit. Smith. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yes. Leave me. I'll be down. You'll have your... Burnt toast, the way you like it. Fuck off. 
I <laughs> <laughs> threw you so hard. <laughs> so Svensson leaves Masters alone, and uh, Masters gets ready eventually. About half an hour later, uh, <laughs> Masters rolls into the dining room. Uh, see you. you uh, did you actually? Huh? Did, huh? did you actually burn this? How fucking dare you? And then that's. I thought that's uh, the, the the way you preferred it, sir. <sighs> did do you want me to? Uh, Pamper your diaper while I'm at it. I'm going to go make. And I pick up his toast food. and start scraping the burnt <laughs> off of it. I'm going to go make myself food. Never learned how to use the stove. So. I, yeah, you're you're not very useful. It's not like I want to be here, sir. So. Then you can leave. I cannot. Your uncle forbade me. <sighs> yeah, sure. Trust me, sir. I have tried. <sighs> As you two bicker in the kitchen, you hear the door knocker in the distance. Don't Do, get up, sir. I will handle this. He's I, already standing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Believe that I wasn't going to get it. Don't worry, sir. I've got this. You just stay there. I want to die. Oli approaches the front door and answers it. Good afternoon, sir. How may I be assistance to you? I'm looking for Timothy Allen Masters. <sighs> it's in relation to Mr. Smith. I'm assuming you're Mr. Smith? No, but I'm here to replace him. Why don't you come in? Welcome to Castle Gillingkreutz. Please follow me. And John will follow him inside. This is Castle Gillingkreutz, built in the early 1500s, ran into the ground by young Timothy Masters. And as you walk around this place, you notice that the rooms that you're in are, like, well-maintained, but there's a lot of boarded-up doors and as you were on the outside of this place, you notice a lot of boarded up windows. And it looks like, now that you're inside here, that they have pretty much remodeled a little bit of it, enough to be livable. Like working kitchen, as you see, as you lead them into the dining room and you see masters eating not burnt toast, but terribly buttered. <laughs> <laughs> Master Masters, this is, what is your name again, sir? I never gave you my name. It's uh, John Cena. You must be Tim Allen. <laughs> that sounds like a made-up name. Apparently, sir, he's replacing Mr. Smith. Well, he definitely looks more fit for the job. Uh, do you have any proof of this? I hand him over the note. That's good. Well, which one? The one that's explaining... Um, not the one that Smith wrote to me. The one that, that, that Tim that, wrote to Smith? Yeah. The one you would recognize that. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. I grab the note and hand it to Timothy Masters. Here you go, sir. And you recognize this note as having written it about a year ago, almost. How am I to believe that this was given to you by Mr. Smith? I take out the other note and show him that. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, he, yeah, and then Oli hands you that note as well. And this one, you see it's written to Agent Cena and from Director Smith. As you read this, you, uh, you're a little confused. Nazi Earth is a confusing thing. This whole thing is strange. It didn't even mention it's time travel. And take it as you want, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you heard it initially. I take. I'm going to take the paper back. That one specifically. Your your note. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is supposed to make this more believable. Look, man, I woke up in a trunk. Uh, I'm having a tough time with this too. But Smith is not coming back. You've got me or nobody. Well, just hold on. Sit down. I'm and I'm gonna. Standing, thank you. And then I'm going to. I'm going to go over to a, a, a desk and rifle through some shit. Like a writing desk? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
pull out a letter that I did receive from Smith earlier on. Mm, nice. Give me that back. No. Okay, then I won't verify this. Get out of my fucking house. Uh, John, John hands it over. <laughs> Christ. Look back and forth between both of you fucks. These two people are going to throw... be in for just the, the greatest time. Dude, I just... I can't wait for the for the, the switch to <laughs> right. Yeah, I know exactly what's This is the be. mundane world. It's gonna change very yeah, soon. Yeah, nope, it's gonna be very nice. Um I'm gonna throw some glasses on and just start going through and comparing handwriting okay. mostly. Yep, yep, yep. And you notice it's the same. Yeah. You notice that the ink from John's note is um a little better. Um that might just be due to technology. Almost verifying the time travel claims. Right, and I'm and sure the paper is different. Like, the paper is way different. more. Mm-hmm. Fucking yep, and you notice this too, and you're like, it kind of almost verifies that claim. Sure, sure. So, and yeah, uh, printer paper must have been just exciting. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love printing shit. I broke my printer. I printed so much. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I threw it away actually the other day. Thank you for that, by the way. No problem. That was the best secret Santa gift I've ever received. Well, there you go. Dude. Well, it's not yeah. a secret now. We all know. It was like three years ago. Okay, so. Yeah, and you believe this. You believe that this handwriting is from the same guy. And clearly, like, like we stated, from a later time. All right. Uh, fine. So, time travel. What, what year are you from? 1962. Jesus. It's not that far off, but... Well, it matters when you're... Yeah, that's why I'm here. The, I mean, you came from exactly 100 years. Day and day time, of. even. So you're here to... Actually, I don't even know exactly what we're doing ourselves. That's actually what we were waiting on you for. <laughs> okay, how the, how the hell would I say his name, then? How do you pronounce Jobolkin? Yulbakin. Yulbakin, okay. Uh, however John would pronounce it, though. Because he heard it. You, you only heard it said to him. He never heard read it. Yulbakin or but he did tell you it was like a Krampus. Either way, but I, this is serious, John. Is that only so, something that only he I just, knows? Then yeah, yeah this you don't is know about this. Yet. This, That's is, exactly. this is what I'm going to share right now. Smith mentioned that we need to kill Yulbakin. Do you know who that is? <laughs> You're joking. I'm not. Do I look like I would be someone that would joke around? Uh, That's you. Carry a monkey skull, sir. You, Timothy, mm-hmm. and actually you were here for this yeah. conversation too, aren't you? Well, I, yeah, the letter. You both here um, can give me, uh, make a learning test at one success to determine if that's a name you know. And right. I'm going to give you both plus three to that role because of how the common or whatever that knowledge actually is. What, what are we rolling? You are rolling your learning, logic, <laughs> Plus three. That's three successes. Fuck yeah. I have one success. Well, okay, then it's an all, all, you know the name Yulbakin. And uh, Timothy, you know a lot about Yulbakin. Uh, you know that that is essentially the the holiday, tra- the Yule tradition in Sweden is of Yulbakin, who pretty much punishes bad kids. Pretty much naughty list, that's his job. And uh, it's, he's feared heavily. You're aware of this. You don't know why that you would need to so kill my, him. So my idea of it being ridiculous that we're going to kill Yulebakin yeah. makes sense? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep, yep. I, that sounds out of reach for yeah, you. Yeah, that sounds... And you also know that your contract, that which is yet to be revealed, is, they said, a demon of great importance. 
or demon of great power, rather. Great power, yeah. So that does align with that, right? Um, but you're still like that's saying that sounds, that sounds fucking far out there. Well, what, what time did uh, the client need to meet us in the first place? About an hour after sundown is what he said, in the letter. And where was that? He would come to you. Oh, he would. That's right. That's right. He would come here. Right. Um, in the interim, is there anything that we should be doing? Um, preparing ourselves for. I I need to ask mostly because I have <clears throat> sleeping to do, sir. No, I have little experience in the field. You know, honestly, I don't either. But I'm pretty good at killing things. That that's that's a point that I need to make as well. I. <clears throat> I'm not. Smith sent me here with very little information other than to kill. Yolbaken. Yolbaken. How do you say it in your your Yolbaken? Yes, that is correct. I, I I you just did did you guys actually mention that you're waiting on a contract to John then? Yeah, they just mentioned it, I think. I just mentioned I figured it. we're just waiting for this guy to show up. Pretty much, yeah. So and John well, John's only. not gonna leave until Well it's only afternoon, so we gotta wait. Yeah, yeah, that's why yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have the day. Well, you could also time jump, like not well, time jump. right? Cutscene. So I was just thinking, uh, like, is there any kind of? I'm asking, it, do you know anything that would help us? I would just prepare. That's what I need to know. What do I need to prepare? I'm not sure. A fucking frying pan. You do a bedroll. Not <laughs> a bedroll. <laughs> a bedpan. Why would Tom want to work with you guys if you are unprepared for oh, this? Oh, I am prepared for everything else, friend. Yeah, you have the reputation in the monster hunter, if you want to call it that, community, of, of being a really good at investigator. Yes. Like, he's he can figure, he can kind of figure this stuff out. And also, having the sight is not, Unimportant is not, idea, not yeah. why you can do that. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. My tools were left behind. I have this rifle and this duffel bag and the clothes I'm wearing. But you guys must have some sort of way of tracking down Yulbakken. Well, sir, um, this castle used to be a, uh, it used to belong to a monster hunter. That's who Master Timothy got the castle from. I don't know his name because it's your decision. That's true. That's I, he needs a right. Swedish name. Mm, got you. Hold on. Yeah. There's an actual person who like owns the castle initially. Carl Linnaeus. Carl That's Linnaeus. But so you could call him Carl Masters. He's your uncle. Oh, he's your mother's no, brother. Yeah, so you so would have a different last name. Carl Linnaeus. It's L-I-N-N-A-E-U-S. L-I-N-N-A-E-U-S. Yeah, a young scientist left his home in Uppsala and embarked on a scientific expedition in northern Sweden. No one knows all this. He wrote a, a secret journal. Well, It makes sense to me that, that I would be uh, more on the book knowledgeable side than yeah, the experience. Because library. Yes, of course. Which, actually, that's another great point. There is something about... Because the, the castle itself has a character sheet. And I've given you guys three Stop. upgrades right off the bat. You start with two of them you already start with, but the other one I gave you. Okay. Uh, the ones you start with is the library, which is a place you can go to look for clues, mm -hmm. um, which is obviously your uncle's library. Um, and then um, there's a butler that they name. It's like you start with him, but I named him Oli Sensen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, this manages the headquarters. He's just there as a butler. But and this, the only difference between what, what they do and what I did is that I made an NPC and I dropped the N. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made the NPC. Um, the PC. All right, well, then I will direct them to the library. Okay. The other, th the third upgrade was the weapons corridor, which is just a hallway with weapon cases. And during the preparation phase, when you're about to go and embark on, you'll know when it happens. 
it will allow you guys to bring a melee weapon from availability level one without using any resources. Awesome. So it's just a bonus melee weapon for each of you. That's that really beautiful works. because I have zero. Right, right. So in that case, you technically do. Yeah. yeah. I'm tough as nails. Proud of you. You guys get acquainted and spend some time in the library. Yeah, I'll do some, I'll start doing some research in here now that he's brought up a name specifically. Yep, yep. So give me that learning again. Will do. Well, let me see. It might be a better choice. Okay, nope, it is learning. However, I'm going to let you choose between investigation and learning. Oh, if I can get in some investigation, I'll You guys do can all do this. You guys are all kind of like digging through this library. I'll go for so some learns have, then. So when you have points in the skill, is it skill plus? The skill plus attribute. Skill yep, plus. okay. Then it's uh, five that I roll. Two plus three. Two plus three. Yep. Okay. No, that, that fucking that, that makes a little sense. I got two successes. Two successes. I one have success. one success. Oh, fucking four. <laughs> four successes. Four out of five. Oh goddamn! John. Good. John was hired for a okay. reason. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys uh, made for a reason. You guys find a book on the show. Well, it says you'll bucking. <laughs> no, it uh, it says actually. It glows. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, you'll clop. Yulklop, how to kill Yulbakken and other demonic entities. No, and uh, actually, yeah, uh, but you <laughs> actually, you recognize this book as being one on the shelf and you know what it means. You know that that means tomb, Tome of Yule. Tome of Yule. I said Tomb of Yule. Tomb of Yule. <laughs> tome of Yule. And you look through this and uh, you know this book will definitely help you. But John, you find a line in that book that you're like, you know what, this seems important. And that line says, the black goat abhors the blood of the throne. Only the blood may reveal its true form. Only in truth may he be slain in the realm of those who may believe. All right, I'm not writing that down. You don't need to. But, no. <laughs> but that's what you learn. You learned that. So, so That's a massive takeaway, I'll tell you what. Yeah, what, what was that line again? The black goat abhors the blood of the throne. Only the blood may reveal its true form. Only in truth may he be slain in the realm of those who may believe. Seems like we got to get him in his own realm to kill him. We're gonna we're gonna hit the repeat button on that a few times, I'm sure. Yep, yep. No, I'm, I got it. Beautiful. I know where it is. <laughs> so that's actually a very good find. Hours later, you guys spend a decent amount of time in this room. Oh yeah. Um, and the sun has gone down. Oli at that point is like lit lanterns in the or in the various sconces, candles and whatnot, and lit a fire in the fireplace. Man, these boys mean business. Of the of of God. the library. The library is beautiful. Um, one of the better kept rooms of the house. And uh, easier to maintain. When the you one I care on. about the most. Exactly, and that's probably why. At a certain point, the clock in the room chimes six, and the massive gust of wind comes from the fireplace, snuffing out the flame and a lot of the candles in the room. And this rush of like ash and smoke comes out of this fireplace and materializes into this massive figure about eight feet tall, about as wide as a double fridge. What the fuck? And two smaller figures standing alongside it. What a... uh, That are about chest height to you guys, but waist height to him. And we're going to break. No! <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Welcome back to the World Standard. Last we left you guys, 
which was seconds ago, uh, <laughs> you were face to face with a materializing giant of a man. And as you started to see him forming more fully, you see that this man, as we stated, eight feet tall, wide as a fridge, massive white beard and long white hair tied up in a loose ponytail hanging down to his belt. On his face, he wears an eye patch. A scar can be seen from under it, running from his hairline to his jaw. He's wearing ornate filigreed armor of scarlet and platinum with a long, perfectly white fur cape. At his side, a long sword in its scabbard. The leather of the handle looks heavily worn. The two short guys, long black beards hanging out of hoods in their long, their black leather armor, both of them carrying short swords, but looks as if they are long swords to them. Mm. He looks down at all three of you. Kind of big guy scans all three of you. Timothy Allen Masters, nice list. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, that hit me dark. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> see where we're going. Ole Svensson, naughty list. <laughs> what? <laughs> you killed people. You know this. You can see it in your soul. John Cena, unlisted. Two bad. questions. Ooh. Who is this, and where is Smith? Uh, um, Sir, I'm, I'm here to replace Smith. Can you turn the lights back on, please? He like snaps his fingers, and the entire room lights up. The fireplace yeah, roars started, back to life. I started yeah. getting the idea that that was going to. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna firstly, slowly reach for my my rifle. I think you know who he is, but wait, you just said. Never mind. You have a note that will explain it better than I could. Instead of grabbing the rifle, I grab the note. <laughs> okay, fantastic. <laughs> goes, as you're reaching for the rifle, you saw both of the uh, short men uh, reaching for their, the, 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 uh, the, the, the handle of their swords. The rifle's on the table right next to the note, and he's just like, I want to work that a little bit farther. I want to read a bad situation. <laughs> it's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Uh, do you actually want to? Wait. There, there is mechanical. Is there? there? There sort of is. It's not that, but. I'll do it. I don't know. John doesn't know what's going on. Sure. Uh, we'll, Roll an observation, I'll... empathy t- uh, test, and we'll call it. Uh, we're gonna call it one success. You oh, fuck, Jesus Christ! He is not empathetic or anything. <laughs> He's a fucking robot. I didn't get it. You didn't? None no. You. Okay. Well. All right then. You. Uh, you're a little uneasy, but yeah, you reach for the thing, and as you as you as you actually pick up the the note, both of the guys at, with hands on swords kind of like like. At ease again. John's just thinking to himself, these guys are well trained. Which note did you, the one from Smith? The one explaining from Smith. He's still got the note that. Oh, the one in the skull. Okay. Yeah. You hand it to uh, the big man and he reaches down and grabs it from you and reads it. He's just like, because he's big. (laughs) (laughs) He uh, reads it and, uh, hmm, time travel. Nazi. Oh, well. Sir, can I, can I ask your name? Of course you can. I go by many names. I am the King of Yule, Santa Claus. Santa. I prefer Father Christmas. Why am I unlisted? That's a good question. It's because you're See, from I, the future. Here's the thing. On this, yes, uh, this letter does verify that. Here is the thing that uh, I can see when I look into a person, a mortal soul. I can see their name. I can see their birth date. And I can see whether or not their soul is clean or... I've I've barely looked up. I, I've been just looking back and forth and taking notes and stuff like that. Yep. But while I'm doing that, I'm like sold half his life to a Shinigami. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been calling it that, like Shinigami eyes, so much. And I felt like a lot of like 
these immortals or whatever you want to call them have that. Right, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, and it's because it makes sense as to how he knows what people are. Absolutely. But you, John, John, you, I see your name. I do not see a birth date. I wasn't born of a woman, sir. That explains it. Your overall alignment is reliant on you being alive in the time that we are currently in, which you appear to be, but appear not to be. Right. Yes. <laughs> he just like looks at you, kind of eyeballing you with one of those. <laughs> <sighs> what do you, what do you know, John? I'm here to kill Yule Bakken for Smith and stop time cancer. When you said the name, he immediately like kind of not reeled back, but you see a moment of realization, and he nods slowly. It's good. Wait, it, excuse me, sir. Sir, um, is, is that uh, your 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 brother? <laughs> no, you see, Yulbakin was, well, he goes by many names, but he uh, he was the previous king of Yule. You see, in Yule, which is a another realm, you know, why don't you meet me at the St. Lucia's Day procession? It's tonight, and I'm sure you're aware of it. Mm. We'll go over the details there. All right. I wasn't planning on going. Well. So, uh... You're you're already here, so why don't we just do this information here before you leave? Well, there's a possibility. I have things to do that are time sensitive. Why don't you roll a manipulation test against my observation test to determine if you can manipulate him to do the thing that you're trying to make him do? <laughs> and you're going against one, one success. You got one. One success. <laughs> All right. Nothing happened. Yeah, because I canceled out his attempt. Because technically mine is second. This is the, right. This, okay, so. No, why don't you meet me there? You want this mission, you want to do this. We'll talk. Isn't he How the contract do... holder anyways? Who? You. Yes. You're the guy. Yeah, so we have to go. Yeah, you go do your thing, Santa. I'll oh. see you there. <laughs> right. And the three of them just back up the chimney again. Smoking gone. Wow, that was a cool trick. Do you think? Do you think he'll teach us how to do that? I highly doubt that. All right. You guys are a lot of fun. I have <laughs> notes to take. This is new information. I just met Chris Crinkle. Well, you get used to this stuff. I have some notes to take. This is important information to have. I will prepare the carriage, sir. Thank you for doing anything helpful. Well, you guys get along great, huh? Always. Just you two in here, Ollie? Always. Tis an unfortunate thing, sir. And John's going to go sit down and do something on his own until enough, it's time yep, to yep, go. Makes sense. Ol, so Oli starts walking to the door and sees the drink cart, pours a drink quick and shoots it back. Yeah, <laughs> goes outside and to goes the out, horses. <laughs> goes out the door. All fucking skunkered. Oli, while you're outside, give me a vigilance test. Vigilance. Vigilance. Ooh-hoo. That's good. Actually, can I wander through the weapons corridor? That's one Absolutely. success. One success. One success as well. Okay. Do you go into the uh, into the coach house and set up the or the stable rather and set up the coach inside? John is kind of just walking through the weapons corridor, looking around at all the weapons in the cases. You see a few things, not a whole lot. You see a chair, 
<laughs> I take the chair. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple knives. I can here. use it. They do it in wrestling. It makes sense. It's canon. Oh, that's what I <laughs> uh, an axe, a quarter staff, a whip. John cool. takes the whip. Okay, you're like, mm, chair. Are you a lion tamer? <laughs> you have a chair and a whip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, that yes. Was dumb. <laughs> that was funny, though. Okay, so you're just going to take that whip, kind of throw it on your hip? I yep. Like I like it. Whip the hip. Whip on the hip. Um, and you guys take off. Uh, you guys, as soon as John and Timothy leave the house, both of you give me a vigilance test as well. Alrighty. What? What? Yep. Vig- vigilance. And I got two successes against you. No. Okay. I got one. Okay. Um, so you guys get into the coach, and Oli takes you guys down to the main street of the town, where majority of the town is piled up. These people are standing on both sides of the street. And you see that you guys are just in time for the procession to begin. You see that there is pretty much all of the children of the town dressed in white. The girls in white robes, the boys in like white pajamas almost. They're all carrying candles. Um, but in front of them all is a, a little older girl um, dressed in the same kind of white robes, a little more flowy, and wearing this crown of candles herself. And they're walking. And... Uh, there's a lot of kids in town. It's a decent-sized town. One of the bigger ones in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Not the biggest. But uh, it's pretty large. So there's a decent amount of kids. And the town is here, kind of. With, some of them with candles. Some people get panning out candles. You see a man walk up to you guys. You hear a voice you recognize. Uh, a, a tall man, not as big as he was, wearing flannel. <laughs> He's just wearing, like, a flannel shirt. He's got a jacket on. He's just a normal bearded man. He's still wearing an eye patch. And you see he's got two kids with him, two young boys. And uh, they both, when you see their faces, they don't really look like kids in the face. <laughs> they don't have beards, but, like, it's clearly Santa and the other two men. Um, Master Masters, uh, that is utterly terrifying, sir. Don't but you agree? When you know, yes, it makes it worse. For sure. Those, those kids' faces are... They're right here. Please call. You can. You could be nice in person. I, I'm saying this in a you hush, be nice. whisper tone. So he, he kind of saddles up. Not saddles up, but like pull, pulls up alongside the three of you, <laughs> and uh, watches the procession as well. Mandolingren, good choice for Saint Lucia. Nice list. Very nice list. Not in a weird way. I made that weird. <laughs> yeah. I said it, not me. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sure you're wondering what to do. Now, Yulebakken needs to be killed. The land of Yule is constantly warring realm. Warring for the throne of Yule, or the Yuletide throne. You see, the immortal lords of Yule need the reverence of the people of the realm of humanity, this world that you live in. Now, I find it easier to get that by giving materialistic people, which the humanity seems to be, free things during Yule rather than causing them to fear him as Krampus or Yulebakken has. Humans love free shit. I can attest to that. Now, according to my sources, Yulebakken is attempting to make a surgical strike of sorts this season. Now you see the, the, the veil between Yule and the realm of humanity is thin along this season. Hence why it is the season of Yule. Sweden is a Christian country, especially this time. 
and uh, they just honor that person with this procession. Alrighty. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Thank you for that information. You're welcome. <laughs> now, um, no, I don't know exactly what he's planning, but I know who might be able to help. My son. Yeah, I, I see the confusion on your face. You Sometimes when you're out in the realm of humanity, things happen that shouldn't. Mm. And you end up with a bastard child. Mine is named Rudolph. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Rudolph Claus. No fucking way. Yes, fucking way. Unfortunately, Riding I do not know down. where Rudolph is. But with the fact that people seem to be registered everywhere in Sweden due to the, uh, I believe you guys call it the Svensk Folk Rockning. You do know what that is. You know it's the census, the yearly census. Oh, sure. So you know that, that if you can get hands on that, that's going to be everybody who's registered as a citizen in Sweden with details. Can I ask a possibly obvious question? Uh, Rudolf Claus. Yes. This is literally just a human man. Yes. Well, half human. Not half deer. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, I needed to hear it no, from No, honestly, I, I, I understand why you're up. saying this, and it's, I, it's the other way around. I named the deer reindeer in honor of my son. Uh, Fair did, enough. He did not Continue. fuck a deer, master. Nope, did not. <laughs> wouldn't. I mean, wouldn't. <laughs> Ultimately... Learning so much about Santa today. Yeah, <laughs> I made a weird Santa. <laughs> Ultimately, I need you to kill Yulebakin and stop him from fighting for the throne once and for all. I do know that he can be killed in the realm of humanity, but I don't know how. I assume, though, that my son does, because in his early years, his teen years, he was trained to be an assassin for the throne. Oh, that but, is. But we had a falling out, and he stayed in the realm of humanity. This is a lot of information for one day. Well, it's a big day. St. Lucia's day. Well, we should hit up the town hall tomorrow and check on the census. All three of you, give me Bananas. another vigilance test. Vigilance. I'm regretting some of my skill points that I've chosen. Yeah, you never really know what to do until like you, you see the game played. Not a single one. Not I. I have one success, sir. Okay, that's great. So... You two don't seem to notice, but John, and it makes sense that you notice this, you see in the crowd across the street a man you recognize, Tom Smith. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Okay. And you see that he's got like his hand against his ear, and you see that he's kind of like huddled, like huddled over I'm, I'm going to shuffle through the crowd yep, and, okay. and sneak up on him. Okay. Um, give me a stealth test against my observation. Fuck. Christ, I don't have... I, can I redo my whole character? <laughs> no, 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 it is not. Look at that robe. What is... Oh, it's fucking nothing. What is stealth again? It is um, It is P from precision? the top. Yeah, it's just precision. precision. Yep. Oh, I do have good stuff for that. Okay. You, you probably Thank do. God. I figured you would. I got one success. Okay, you see... Oh, you're stealthy. He doesn't see you coming, oddly enough. Uh, never considering do. that he's surveilling you and you notice that, he didn't <laughs> see you just dip off. Just... John John is good at this. He's stuff. an agent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what do you do? I'm gonna get. You're directly behind him. Yep. I'm gonna like... I'm gonna pull my Bowie knife out and then and then press it up at the back of his kidney. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, oh, John. Yeah. What are you doing here, Tom? <sighs> if I'm supposed to be here to stop you from dying, yeah, this isn't helping. No, I know. Uh, I thought I saw you last year up in the cave. 
What? I, yeah. Last year. Yeah, this is 1961, Tom. <laughs> Tom, you gotta get out of here. Oh, I realized when I left, I had no idea what the mission was, and curiosity got to me. It was coming this time of year again, so All I right. figured I'd go back. That's fine. I'm here to save your life. That's I, the I mission. Know, I know. What do you? What is the mission? I have I to kill. You. I have to kill Yulebox. I thought you wouldn't. That, that old then, man I'm talking you, about. You're a smart man, Tom. This isn't smart. Get out of here. Yeah, I wasn't gonna intervene. You're intervening right now. I saw you. Fair enough. Okay, go. All right, I'll get Before out of here. Before Santa realizes you're here. Okay, I'll get out of here. Okay, thank you, Tom. Yep. Jesus. Fuck. So, you head back to the beats with the other two, and uh, as soon as you get back up with them again, you hear a scream from the crowd, a woman's scream, and eventually you hear more, but then you hear this stampeding of hooves, and you see, coming in the, the opposite direction of the procession, kind of head on, a herd of black goats. What? Yes. And they are just charging through this group of kids, candles and uh, everything flying everywhere, lighting some of the ghosts on fire, lighting some people on fire, lighting the build some of the buildings nearby on fire. And immediately Santa, like the, all three of them, just kind of take action stances. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here. You three, take care of this or head back to the castle. We're I don't have here. any magic. How do I save burning kids? That's on you to figure out. I'm out of here. And then they, <laughs> all, all three of them just poof, <laughs> gone. And so fucking helpful. The buildings themselves are producing a pretty good smoke at this point, and as and the, the children themselves from the procession have scattered, people on the streets are scattered and everything, and these goats are kind of just wreaking havoc in the streets. Okay. Half of them like just burning and setting fire to other things. So, is this like a Rita situation thing? You could. I, I want to make sure that give me some John's yes. scanning the area, making sure there's no one about to just die. Yep, I got you. Give me some vigilance tests. Then. I feel like that would be the most realistic thing for me to do as well, considering I'm not the guy to just jump right, no, into that's the sense. situation. I like that a lot. One success. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or to be... Oh, God, nothing. Okay, so you got nothing. What did you get, Oli? Nothing. Nothing. And then what did you get? I got one. You got one. Okay, you see this. I'm going to explain it. Um, and keep in mind that you will get a plus one to any skill test where this information is going to be beneficial to know. Okay, keep that in mind. So, John, you see, and the other two are just kind of panicking, looking at other people, but trying to make sure, but trying to get their bearings as to what to do in the situation. But, John, you see at the head of the street, in the direction that the procession was originally going, where the, uh, the, the uh, stampede came from, one man, the silhouette of a man kind of breaking out of the smoke itself, kind of a silhouette at this point. And you see that he's holding somebody and you see that this man he's a tall man with a top hat and tails and the person he's carrying you notice you recognize as the girl the saint lucia herself this man is ebony skinned long goatee horns curling over from his temples back around under his ears long black hair and just a nice suit you see his eyes these deep orange goat eyes with a weird pupil can I take aim and fire at him? Almost. Actually, yes. Okay, so give me ranged... Give me a ranged combat roll. So that's nine dice I roll? You roll... Okay, so you have the rifle. Oh, you have, wait, did you bring the rifle with you? Yeah, this? I did. <laughs> he just carried he, a John, rifle around him. John's the dude Sweden. that... Well, John's the dude that also brought a sniper rifle and a band of lyric grenades and a pistol and a I shotgun. Fair point. He's <laughs> through, a, through a college? And, yeah. I think it's weird that he's running around in this public with a... I mean, well, yeah, keep in mind, like, they're probably, hookers. It's yeah, not but, probably uncommon. Okay, so you are going to... Because you have the rifle. So you're, what's nine. your range combat and what's your precision? Uh, three and five. Three and five, that's eight. 
plus the two for the rifle itself. So you're rolling ten. Oh, oh and okay. then plus one to do. Did that information help me in any way? We'll allow you to spend that here. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Eleven. Eleven d six. Okay. Dude, uh, man, I'm going to roll against you actually because you know parrying and the the dodging and whatnot. Oh my god. Yeah, that's eleven. <laughs> I think. I think you grabbed twelve. No, it's eleven. What? Oh boy. How? No, I got okay. two. You got two. Two. All right. Oh. Oh my god. I got two as well. What? To negate. Yeah. So you take a shot, and this shot goes over his. You can see his hat kind of fly off because your shot. You were going for a headshot. You got you shot a little high. Well, I don't want to shoot the girl either. Right, fair enough. And the hat blows off him, and you see him like make eye contact with you. It's like, John Cena, don't sniff you all. Oh my God, that's good. All right, Nate back here at the end of the episode. Figured that we'd start doing this at the end so you could get right into the action. Anyway, just a couple of updates. You can find us on pretty much all the socials now. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, all of it. Just got to look for the rolled standard. Secondly, we have a store now. We're constantly putting out new and at least what we think are awesome new merch ideas. And um, lastly, really, we have a Patreon now with two different tiers. Our $5 standard bearer tier gives you Discord access and voting power on what we play next in the main feed. At our $10 tier at D-Pick Agent, you get all of those same things, plus bonus Patreon episodes and voting power on what we play next on Patreon. If you're interested in any of that, just find us on patreon.com slash theworldstandard. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and don't sniff glue. Oh, wait, are you... Talking from like death book, death note, kill book, murderous book, it just clicked. The okay. murder yep. journal. The murder journal. Oh, I, don't <laughs> oh, I, I don't think that franchise would have panned out as good if it was called <laughs> murder <laughs> journal. <laughs> See, this is what goes at the end of. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. This is why we did. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh,